Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet robe let's just get right into it today she has a bravo 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 shirt on for everyone watching on youtube it's our friend sarah farasia oh you make my week okay my friend i love you our lover chemistry and someday we have a million ideas which is honestly our achilles heel someday i would love to just release our phone conversations i mean i don't record them because you're a lawyer and i I don't want to be sued but I would love to do recorded phone combos with you and we can bleep out all the people's names that we talk about and then just let people on Reddit go wild. Honey, honey, honey if that's you, another, yeah, that's not that's another mad money, mad money. I love a money grab. If you uh, were yeah. ever to release our phone conversations, I would be canceled, canceled. No, on you the never spot. say anything. You never say anything. I don't. You n- never say anything. No, that when you say that, it makes you sound like you're like on there saying the R word or the no, F-word. no. You never say anything. No, that's the only thing you can be canceled for, or the N word. And we never oh. say anything like that. I mean, do we talk smack about other people? Hell yes. But Hell yes. We have words to say and critiques, baby. Um, Fine. So maybe I wouldn't be canceled. Thank you. No. You're right. I, I don't say that stuff. And I mean, we do share what we think is wrong and right with this country, which I believe most of our fans would agree with. So, honey, we are ready. (laughs) Bring on those political ads, baby. baby. I mean, we're going to do political. You know, listen, anybody anybody that wants to buy ad space on this show, I don't care if you want to go out on a date with Sutton's horse. Give me the money. Let's go. Are we taking bestiality ads at this point? No, I mean, go just go on a date. Nothing, uh, nothing oh, illegal. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to bring like a picnic and sit down with a horse, that's like, that's, that's legal. No. Remember two minutes ago when I said, oh, your no, mind went dark, anything. baby. Your mind went dark. I just said, oh, you'll never be canceled. Then I'm like, are we doing, are we taking bestiality ads? Are we there? Are Honey? we? Times are tough for Sutton. She hasn't had a horse since she was a young girl. Times are tough. And she loves this horse. She didn't recognize Santos. She she thought the other horse without the white was Santos. But times are tough, girl. She hasn't had her own horse for at least 40 years. 
This is a tough life she has over here. Honey, isn't it nice when you get that $300,000 deposit? Most of us are getting a social security deposit of 1800 bucks, maybe. Honey, when you can you imagine all those zeros? I mean, of course you buy a horse. I love, Sutton is a star. She keeps this show going. What did you, I mean, what are you thinking with RHOBH so far? Like, did you, you watch the latest episode and- Guess what? Yeah. It's oh over God. next week, sweetheart. Uh, actually, it's over now. When everyone's hearing this, it's the season finale. This, it's, we have, we've had it this yeah. past Wednesday. Um, well, what I think is, I think Shady, Shady, Shady Boots is coming up. Uh, Miss Richards uh, in the finale when she is working with Kevin Lee, the party planner, might be making an appearance on a podcast y'all like sometime soon, Mr. Oh. Lee. But she shades Miss Vanderpump when she is working with Kevin Lee to plan the white party. And at SoFi Stadium, where Taylor Swift sold out many nights, right down the street from you and me, not geotagging where you live, Sarah, but SoFi Stadium is in the state. Thank you. Thank you. And Kevin suggests that you should come in with cheerleaders cheering you on. And Kyle says, no wonder you do Lisa Vanderpump's parties. Oh, LOL. This is sounding very Lisa Vanderpump. I don't need them to cheer me on. I would never let them do that for me. Please, no, please. I want to be humble. So she shades Lisa Vanderpump and says, of course, Van-. she said, this is sounding very Vanderpump. The Kyle. biggest rift Kyle. in Hollywood, isn't it? I mean, it really is the biggest rift in Hollywood. Those two women are never <sighs> getting back together. They're never reconciling. Like I said, I think I said this with you. Did I say this with you? If they, yeah, I think I said it with you. If they are not coming together over Kyle's friend committing suicide and Lisa went through that with her brother, I just think that's when you lend a hand. You say, I went through this with my brother. I know what you're going through. It's really bad. If you want to talk, like that to me was the time. And I'm not putting it on LVP, I'm just saying. It was the time, I I think, right? Uh, that would have been the time, yes, to talk. And um, yeah, I mean, no, they're they're totally fractured. They're completely fractured. Um, I'm gonna be curious how the reunion goes for um RHOBH. I know you already did a breakdown on your show about the housewife and the hustler. But man, where do where do you stand with EJ? Is is EJ for you? I'm so confused. One minute, I love her. I feel like she's the gay icon that she is. And then the next minute, I mean, I did not think that Housewife in the Hustler part two, you know, it had a good hook at the beginning where it really portrayed her as like a biatch and and really not very cold, not having any empathy with the victims. Because we know part two, she sits down with the victims. Then they tell the whole current story of where Tom is and more, you know, of how basically his downfall and then at the end, we sort of get some empathy for her. But I really, EJ really, really, she's, she is the victim as well, you know? And then I, that's what she really believes. Well, and this has. And I think, I think she is. I love EJ. I, I feel like she is, you know, until you, you can too. prove nobody, even our, our friend, my former friend, he doesn't like me anymore. Uh, attorney Ronald Richards, who bought the diamond earrings for his wife, um, but he's no longer speaking to me. He, um, even Mr. Richards has not been able to prove without beyond a reasonable doubt that Miss Jane knew where these money this money was coming from. So she is a victim.
Mr. Richards is not a fan of yours, but I'm a fan of his and he's a fan of mine. He was on this very podcast. It is now um, the 23rd of uh, February when everyone is listening to this. On Friday, this past Monday, the 17th, uh, the 19th, I had on um, Kimberly Archie from The Housewife and the Hustler, one of uh, Erica's victims who I have become friends with. This is news to Sarah because we're recording this a little in advance. Um, Miss Archie was on uh, the Behind the Velvet Rope this past Monday. So everyone should listen. And she is um, a victim. She's like her best friend is Joe Rugomez's mother. You know, it's interesting because I do okay. have some other guests from The Housewife and The Hustler coming up. I just think it's interesting that that is the goal of a producer, right? To produce this documentary. And there are a lot of people that feel the way you do. And there are a lot of people that watch, especially the Marco Marco scene. And they're like, yeah, Erica, we have no sympathy for you at all whatsoever. So I think it's a really in mixed takeaway regarding Erica from The Housewife and The Hustler. And I think let's just remember like that scene where he's like, I'm going to reduce my pain from an eight to a three. I'm going to take another bath. Like this is, I can tell you the producer's goals were really, like this is a victim driven series. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that no, is. It, it's not a good look for EJ and you, thank you for bringing up the Marco Marco guys. I mean, mm. devastating, devastating to hear how my, I mean, can you imagine the feds, coming to you the cops are one thing but can you imagine the feds like i mean the government has so much power i i would have i, I that may how those two guys are even still open is a testament to that i know i i know that is i can't I, like i don't have any words i don't have any words i don't know it's, I, it's a mixed I, bag but uh, where's bag. where's part three like i think we ended we have well we have the well, we're getting it once the trial starts that'll I be think. Yeah, part three, of course, how it ends up. But she's going to jail. He, he, he's real calm. Honey, how are they? There's just no way. I mean, look, in that housewife in The Hustler, they show receipts where, I mean, what law firm gives everybody on staff a black Amex card? Now, I, I wish I was working for Girardi Keys. I mean, nobody does that. Now, look, look, lawyers are notoriously bad in business. I mean, they're great in the courtroom. Not no offense to you. I mean, you're a very good. Oh, no, it's okay. I know. I know a lot of lawyers, but so they're usually great lawyers in the courtroom and not so good on the business end, or vice versa. They're great at business, not such great attorneys. I mean, there's just no way a law firm, everybody on staff had a credit card. I mean, that's crazy. They the guy at the bar, money. the guy at the bar had he uh, Amex. I mean, the, the rumor is that Tom is going that they're not going to go to trial, that they, they are going that he is going to cut a plea deal, Um, you know, and I think the saddest part. And I thought, by the way, I just I thought that everybody should watch part two. It's so good. Those two L.A. Uh, Times entertainment attorney uh, journalists, unbelievable. they are five. I want to meet them and shake their hand. They're really, really great at what they the do. The one was kind of cute. The guy, yes. I, I mean, I'm not turning that away. I don't mind that. I, there was so how how can you find him innocent? I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe his attorney, she's got like maybe she's got something up her sleeve that we don't know. But I mean, he was like blatantly misappropriating. Where's all the money? He's, He's going to go to jail at 83. So camera going, you know, when they caught him, like, where's the 80 million? It's all gone. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know, you. On mistresses, on Erica's career. I mean, I don't see how, what, what do they have that can create doubt? I 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, I always start out the year with such lofty financial goals. Look, tax returns are coming soon. We're getting over holiday spending, and I like to have my financials in order at the beginning of every year. That's why I use the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. If you're looking for a credit card that helps you build credit, this is it. What I love best, and I've never been able to find this before in a credit card, is that there's no annual fees, there's no interest, and there's no credit check to apply. So you can access over 60,000 fee-free ATMs. You can pay your friends through Chime, whether they're Chime members or not. Start building your credit. Open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com slash velvet. That's Chime.com slash velvet. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and over-the-counter advance fees may apply. Call one 844 6363 for details. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Is anyone shopping online right now? I know you guys are. Well, listen, stop. You need to shop with Rakuten. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because their members earn cash back on everything that they buy. I just bought a ton of new supplies for this podcast because I was out of pens and paper. I I like to get everything at once. And I went to Rakuten and I went to Staples and now I got cash back by buying these things I would have bought anyway. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. You're already shopping at these stores anyway, so it's a total no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. I just got all my supplies at Staples and they're on the way, but look, you could shop at Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Bloomingdale's, Sephora, Expedia, all on Rakuten. So don't you want to earn cash back when you're shopping? Go to Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. You missed out by not going to Vegas to see that that pretty mess. You missed out. I invited you. You tell me I'm out every night with friends and I just fly by you in, on, on the streets and I'm too busy. I invited you to Vegas. You didn't want to come see that pretty mess tour. I have a soft spot for EJ, but boy, that Marco Marco story, I'm telling you, what a warning. Christopher Priscilla. warning. And like they said at the end, always give somebody an invoice and a receipt. Oh, even if they say, oh, no, 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 I don't need one. You keep it for your own records then because she really. I don't give receipts to anybody. What? 
I don't know. But I'm like a lone wolf. I just, you know, run and run by myself. Um, so that's right. it. She shades LVP. There we go. Lisa, 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 Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Could we speak about Kyle a little more? Please, we, please, because we got a ton have of a minute here. Yeah, yeah, I I, I gotta get to the, the rat that scuddies in a second. Um, what the hell? First of all, Giorgio Baldi. I love that restaurant. What the hell is Kyle Richards doing at Giorgio Baldi for dinner? Great restaurant with Kesha, the singer. And uh, first of all, did you see this caption? It says, singer Kesha promotes freedom with Kyle Richards and girlfriend Morgan Wade after dinner. So the media is now referring to Morgan Wade as Kyle's girlfriend. Unless you could read the word girlfriend, I hate to be a lawyer, to being girlfriend, as in Kyle's girlfriend. But I think this caption means girlfriend. So the media is kind of just made Morgan Kyle's girlfriend. Does anyone else think that's kind of funny? Um, I, yeah, I mean, right. I, look, every week I flip flop on this one, too. I don't know. Are they together or not? Morgan put her arm around Kyle um, for, you know, with Kesha holding the sign. I mean, was that like promoting Kesha's album? That's what it was supposed to be doing. Right. Or was that like a homeless person sign they stole? On the street. Is so it well, also like, I guess, freedom because of her trial, you know, where she claimed, you know, and I guess, but I think, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's what it's, but I mean, here's the bottom line, ladies and for everyone just joining us and just, we have so many new listeners every week and we thank you. But for everyone in the back that is new to Behind the Velvet podcast and the Sarah Fraser show, first of all, welcome. Second of all, we live for downloads and impressions, but I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we have a fame whore on our hands. I mean, Kyle is just out of fucking control. Just out of control. I am getting tired of the, she's going on every, you know, news outlet extra and entertainment tonight, right? And she's saying, oh, I'm, I just, I feel so badly for what I've done to Morgan. She doesn't like it. She then don't go to the Hollywood hotspots. Are you kidding? I'm getting, I love Kyle, but this is getting, it's a joke. I mean, don't, you're going to Craig's. You're going to Georgia. Georgia Baldi. Baldi. Yeah. I was going to say that ain't much better, sweetheart. No, give me a break. She's so full of it. I mean, that's why it's like, I know she was so angry. And then our fans were angry at us for saying, oh, this, you know, Kyle says that people should never say this is staged. And I do believe they're separated, but I mean, at this point, come on, you show up with Morgan, you know what you're going to get. And so does Morgan. If you didn't want this, there are tons of celebrities that are not seen. And no, Sandra Bullock, huge A-list star. You never see her because she's not going to Craig's. After her husband, love of her life, passed away, she vanished from society. She also doesn't even live in LA because she can't stand it so much. I mean, right, there are ways to, if Kyle and Morgan really wanted to not be seen they would be at kyle's well i guess not her house because she still fucking lives with mauricio but they would be somewhere that is very exclusive maybe like in the middle of nowhere where no one would see them it's not that hard i agree with you i yeah that was such a weird threesome um kesha looks great though and i do love i love me some kesha so i hope she comes back stronger than ever but wasn't that just a weird threesome and yeah, yeah. I love, look, I'm I'm with Kyle. I'm a fame whore. Like if I could leave my house, I love being in my pajamas. If I could get myself out of the house three nights a week, I would be like Kyle. I'd be staging stuff. I'd be making out with Bill Maher. I mean, I just can't leave. You love it. I just want the money. I'm okay leaving the rest of it behind. Um, I'm just a simple girl who loves money. Um, 
you know, Kyle has done another interview recently, which I guess is some big revelation, although I'm sleeping on this one. You know, she has revealed last week when she spoke, I think, to Entertainment Tonight that her and Mauricio have agreed to see other people. Is this like a, because it was a big headline, I guess she hasn't really spelled that out for us over the past. And how convenient that this is just being revealed during the finale of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This woman, I got to give her credit. She'll do anything to keep the show, the ratings going. I'm not even knocking her, right? But is this a revelation? Is this, I guess, we didn't know this? I mean, I'm, I'm being really serious. I'm not like, is this a, are you shocked at this? Um... No, I mean, this is like the slowest burn divorce in history, isn't it? Um, and and I do really believe that those two have a lot of love and affection for each other. But I don't think there's going to be a divorce. Oh, you think they're just going to keep it like this and they're just going to see yeah. other people openly? Oh, that would be hot. That would be a new I one. Mean, who who does that? Is I that mean, she fun? said, well, she said in the same interview, she said, yeah, we're, we're living together and we can see other people and. It's 28 years and I consider us a success, which I mean, in, in, in any state in the middle of nowhere is a success in Beverly Hills and Hollywood. It's a real success. But I, I don't know. I I mean, is this is news to me? Is there going to be a divorce? Because I didn't think so. I think this is just it. They're living together for now until I guess Sarah's face is I don't know. No, I'm just I'm just thinking to myself, wouldn't that be fascinating? They in like if they remained on TV. I mean, that would be one of the most, I don't know, interesting, um, I guess, like shakeups ever. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of I'm trying to think of if anyone has ever done that where they've just been open, they see other people and they never get divorced. <sighs> right. Like as I mean, Darby's yeah, like getting divorced, TV. right? Is Ashley getting divorced? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think the difference is Michael is not like public really anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. I think the difference is unlike Michael, who I don't really think wants to be on the show. I think if they live together, we will see Mauricio. We will see him bopping in and out. And yeah, I'm not so sure. Um, I'm not so sure that we wouldn't see him to your point, but my understanding is that, I mean, I didn't think there was an actual divorce on its way. Wow. I love this yeah. mind blown. That would be that would be something. Like if they didn't get divorced, but they were out and about like fully openly dating people and just still on TV and like Mo was still at the house and they were bringing home people. That now that's television. I would love that. I could see Mauricio uh, just for whatever reason in my mind I see him meeting somebody like 28, 31 soon and like being with them, like dating them. And I just don't see Kyle meeting a man. I think she's just going to keep hanging. This is just my vision. I can't, I can't picture Kyle dating someone. I picture her hanging out with Kesha and Morgan out with the paps at night. That's just what I see. I mean, Mo's hot. Look, we tried to smoke pot with him at Homeless Not Toothless. It was, we were really, and he was very like friendly and flirty. I mean, not really. I mean, I think he's going to get a hot young piece of ass. And not that Kyle can't get a hot young piece of ass. I just think she has a hot one. Yeah, she has one. (laughs) And she's, she's happy with it, girl. Living your life. Wait, I thought there was another Beverly Hills story I wanted to ask you about. We have a lot of tea to get. Really, I I really want to get to so many things with you. I love your insight. Um, what was it? What was it? Hold About on. Crystal. Um, show notes. 
Anne Marie is saying, you know, she was warned about Crystal. She should have known not to uh, trust her. Mm. I mean, I also want to talk while you look or figure no, let's that move out. On. Let's move on because I, I have a lot to ask you about because I, I really, you know, Portia Williams is back. Sanya has removed RHOA from her um, bio on Instagram. So I want to like, I want to hear what you're hearing if, if she's gone. I mean, I think it's just understood that Sanya Richards Ross is gone. Look, RHOA needs to be fixed. And I need to apologize on air. Sometimes I apologize. I think maybe I haven't given Portia enough credit. I've never been a huge Portia fan. I'm a huge Kenya fan. Portia, some look, I think season five, when Portia and Kenya came into Atlanta, they changed that show the course of that show the same way like a margaret or a dolores did in new jersey the same way erica did you know the same way dorinda and they had such an impact on atlanta but somewhere along the way i just got a little sleepy bored with portia now but i want to apologize because she is a force to be reckoned with i mean her life is so different now her husband has money honey and so well, that's Okay, wait, do you know anything about him? Because that's what I've heard. Like, he's actually really rich. Like, unlike um, Dennis the hot dog, which, I mean, you can make a lot of money from hot dogs. I'm not knocking Dennis. Um, But Dennis began to resemble a hot dog. So it sort of was like, you know, I mean, mean, he did have that hot dog fortune, I guess. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, there's, there's, you can be a millionaire, but then there's like, we've got. We got deep pockets, you know. I mean, we got the PJ, we got Sutton pockets, you know. So I mean, this guy sounds like he's got Sutton pockets. And what does he do? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he has Sutton pockets, but I think he's well off. Um, you guys know I've been so honest with you about my weight loss over the past few months. Look, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. There's so many diet plans that say do this, don't do that, and none of them have ever worked for me. That is until noon. Noom realizes that with weight, one size does not fit all. They take into account each person's individual needs. Noom builds personal plans that takes your specific dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs into account, and then they build a plan that works for you. Noom uses a psychology-based approach. They focus on the why. They believe that losing weight starts with your brain, so they focus on why haven't you been able to lose weight. They really change the way you think about food. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. And also, don't forget that she's coming back with Pilar, her family. I think I owe Portia an apology. Kenya, it's it's going to be like a Portia-Kenya-driven thing and i just think it's going to be so interesting to see the relationship between those two everyone thinks it's going to be kenya versus portia i'm not so sure these two are a force to be reckoned with the thing about kenya more is kenya is committed just like kyle to the cause of making great tv do you know so kenya is like she's so bored lately she has no one to spar with on her level Kenya wants a Nini. She wants a Portia. She wants someone there that she can volley to that will volley back with her. Kenya would love to be read by someone worthy of reading her. So 
I do believe that for her million dollars in her own check, Kenya is thrilled that Portia is coming back. And I think we might see a surprise alliance, friendship, like oh. these two might just, but do I think Sanya is really gone? Yeah. And we we got some other problems. I don't think we're bringing back Marlo, Andrew, and Sheree together. I think something is being shaken up there. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I actually think I can't fucking believe I'm saying this. I think the one person you keep out of the remaining cast is Drew. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Sheree is just... She's a lovely woman. She's a lovely woman. She's had some of the most iconic lines. I just think it's, it's a little boring for my taste. A little boring. By the way, Portia's husband, Simon, is has um, petroleum has a petroleum limited company that he founded in 2010. And it's a regional fuel supplier headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia, specializing in the supply and distribution of ultra-low sulfur diesel and various grades of gas. That's a good business to be in. He's also worked in alongside Academy Award winner Spike Lee to executively produce the 2020 film Son of the South. Um, mm. He also owns Simon Restaurant, Simon's Restaurant in Midtown Atlanta. Simon's Restaurant closed its doors, though, in May of 2020 due to COVID. Uh, this is going to yeah. be good. Listen, it ain't going to be worse than last season. He has five children of his own, too. Plus Pilar with um, Portia. So this, yeah, this could be really good. Anyway, sounds like he does have a lot of money. So let's There's see. There's a it. lot. Love. So Fun to watch rich people. It'll be good. My picker is normally off. My prediction is they keep Drew with Kenya and Portia. And that's it. Those three. Everyone else is gone. Marlo, goodbye. Goodbye to Sanya and goodbye to uh, Miss Sheree. Who gonna check me? A boo. Well, I can tell you who we are gonna check. The rat, the rat that scuddies oh, is in the corner. Not to say. Well, she's in the corner getting a piece of gouda. Um, hi Tamara, I know you're listening. Gyrating on the bar. I mean, I hate to be that person, but could you imagine Heather Dubrow gyrating on a fucking bar, coyote ugly style? I mean. I hope you're not going where I think, are, are you going to make some ageist comments right no. now? Like no. she's too old to be, uh, to be acting this way. I go to see my queen three times, Madonna, and they say this and that, and look at her. And she looks this, leave her alone. You <laughs> wish you were up on a fucking stage with people bowing down. I am not ageist. I am, uh, ageism bothers me more than almost any other thing. The alternative. Yeah, it really it's, I'm really opposed to it. So many, I hate when someone says, oh my God, what happened to her? You got just as much older, sweetheart. Some people age gracefully. Some people put shots in their face like me. We're all going to get older and then we're going to drop now, dead. These people never know when to quit, though. That's what people can't stand. They're over Madonna. They're over Oprah. They're oh. over Katie Couric. They're over because these people never quit. I'm trying to think of the men that haul well, themselves uh, out. A fucking Rolling Stones. Again. What the hell? Mick Jagger. Oh, who's the other one there? James Corden. He'll go on and on. Rod they Stewart. Rod Stewart is still touring, oh, darling. Lord. I mean, they never know when to quit. Well, I don't understand. If you have energy at 72, you're not going to still do this job? I'm going to turn the cameras I'll off. I'll do it. I'll do it. I will do it. Let's do it with blank screens. Oh, my God. That'd be great. 
Oh my God, that's our future. When you and I are 70, we're still going to be doing this, but the cameras will be off. You'll just see our names yes. on Zoom. That'll be it. Turn the uh, no, I get, I get your point. I think it's just, um, I think it's too, it's like they never know when to quit. And then they always act like, they always try to act 22. I'm saying I'll do it too. I know I will. I'll flaunt it. Like after I have my second kid, I want to pose nude at like 46. No one wants to see it. No one does. But I'm going to still do it. And that's these people. They go out there. Nobody, no one wants to see Madonna try to cowboy it like she did 25 years ago. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone that's aged. T- like Sandra Bullock. Like, I think that's what people admire about her. She has a life outside of this. Like none of these other people do. They just keep. But no, I'm not going to say anything ageist. I'm just going to say, you know. Right, I will. I don't care. Tamara's like. But what well, the problem yeah, I have. She's, she Okay. She. Uh, let's not take age. It's. It's. She just acts foolish is what you're saying. It's like it's obnoxious. You have this number one podcast. You, you're thirsty. on. A, you're right. Why are you so thirsty? Why are you so thirsty? Has anyone else had major drama in hiring for their business out there? How great does it feel to finally find the right qualified candidate and close out a job search? But what if I told you you get rid of the job search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is a great matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. I was able to hire the last ad sale sales rep that I hired within such a short period of time. Before Indeed, this would have taken me days and weeks, sometimes even months. Do you know that in the minute I've basically just been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. 23 hires. Right now, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsor job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The problem I have with her is now she's revealing the text that she sent with, this is still going on about why she pulled out of the Trace Amiga show. Now, let's hear your thoughts too. She sent, she reveals these texts between her and Shannon, where she says she texts her following Shannon's DUI on October 10th, 2023. And she says, Shannon, I thought long and hard about this. I have to be honest. Oh, I mean, honest, the rat that scurries. <laughs> Does anyone have a problem I mean, so far with what she's saying? She has to be honest about this. Now, listen, I get busy too. And I do text people sometimes things that should be a phone conversation. I mean, when you're breaking up a business thing, it probably should be a phone conversation. I mean, hundred percent, always, so, always. If you're making a move, yes, this is need- a big move. These are your friends. So, I mean, I don't know why we're texting this, but she said, "Here's where I start to have a because you read this and you're on Tamara's side." So let's start with that. She says the comments about you doing the show and me and Vicky supporting it are horrible. This is what she's writing in the text. So she's read the comments and everyone's like, Shannon's a drunk alcoholic. How could you two be enabling her? Basically, that's what she's saying. 
Okay. She's saying the comments about you doing the show and me and Vicky supporting it are horrible. It's not a good look for any of us, especially you, Shannon. Bravo has told me it's not a good idea and we should postpone. The text went on. It's just too soon. I'm now getting messages, comments that I'm an alcoholic for continuing and supporting you with the show next month. I'm sorry. I just can't move forward with the show. Yeah, that's basically what it said. So, you- all right, but what do you find bad? I mean, I kind of agree with that. Now, the only part <sighs> I disagree with is what the audience says and then what they do is usually very different. So, I don't know why she's giving that so much merit. However, I do, I, the optics are bad. And look, I've said this a million times on our show. Gina Kirschenheider came on my podcast just a couple months ago and said that the rumors are she has not seen Shannon because she and Shannon are not friends in real life. But she, she said the rumor from the jump right after she was arrested a few weeks later, she's been drinking, that she was drinking at BravoCon. Allegedly, I do not have proof. She's never stopped drinking. So I get I mean, to me, I actually the rat. I kind of was agreeing with her. I think the optics and it will be interesting to see if that show I'm sure it's going to do probably pretty well because people love and that was the thing at BravoCon. People love Shannon. They no one missed a beat. And even even a, a viewer stood up and said or a fan stood up and said to Andy, don't you find it odd that like Tom Sandoval is booed and cussed out here? And then Shannon, who I mean. Could have killed herself. She's a mother. Could have killed someone. Could have killed a child. Is like revered, cheered, huge lines for an autograph. And I know one thing doesn't, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. But the opt, I I have to say, I agree with the rat on this one. I too agree with everything that the rat wrote. I mean, I agree that the comments are horrible and it's not a good look. And it, you know, Shannon probably has a drinking problem, but it's too soon. I agree with what the rat wrote as well. The problem is, right. the problem is, first of all, the rat lies. So let's just put that out there. That's a problem. The Tamrat lies. And second of all, since when does Tamrat care about what anyone thinks? So I agree with you and, and that everything she wrote is so true i think it is too soon it's certainly not a good look for any of them when there's alcohol involved and i think shannon needs help and i think it is enabling having said that i think as human beings we do what we want to do you know oh my god this guy is this this that well i don't know why you're on a 12th date with him you obviously want to be treated like shit because you feel you deserve to be treated like shit we don't do things in life that we don't want to do so if tamra judge barney the rat Tamrat that scurries for her cheese in the corner wanted to go on the Trace Amigas tour. She would not give one fuck on her left breast implant what the people in the world are saying. She would be there. She would collect the money. She would put it in her pocket and she would go. She obviously is busy filming Housewives, gyrating on the bar. She's with her best friend, apparently, Teddy Mellencamp. They did do the one-off show. She has all these other little podcasts under her. You're just busy. And I had I more power to you, girl. Get your bag. You just don't want to do this. You just all of a sudden feel you're better than Vicky because she's not on the show. You don't want to associate. And you're you're doing well with Teddy. And you're like in the big time, apparently. So 
Just be honest. It's not that you, these comments got to Tamara Judge, really. All of a sudden, the woman who screams as loud as she can that it's not her opinion, that is gyrating, all of a sudden she cares what the comments say. And this is not a good look. And she and Bravo told her to that just to postpone this. I mean, look. It's always, it's always the way you frame it. If she had come out and said, look, my friend made a mistake. We're going to go on tour. I, like, I, you know, if I were Shannon, I would I would not be caught dead drinking anywhere in front of anyone for like five or six months. OK, and then you can ease back in because everybody out here is California sober, which isn't sober at all. But they sober curious, darling. Or they're sober curious. Right. Tom, <laughs> Tom Schwartz has taught us a new word, darling. If Tamara had just gone, we're going on tour. She made a mistake. She should have. And if I were Shannon, I come out every tour. The very first thing I'd say is I'm so blessed. I'm blessed that you guys are all here. I made a mistake earlier this year. I'm working on myself and it won't happen again. And by the grace of God, no one was hurt. Then I carry on with the show and then boom, you know, everyone would be like, stand up, stand up woman, stand up, stand up woman about Tamara. Tamara, I, that is the part I agree with you. That seems lying. Is she just, whether she's busy making too much money on two T's, she doesn't want to go on tour with them. That's what it just comes down to because she probably feels like they're not that big enough anymore. Ricky's not coming back to RHOC, so it's not going to hold the same punch. What Even is- though she's filming, she filmed a scene with uh, Shannon this week or last week. Wait, Vicky did? Uh, like a, a scene, oh. yeah. I don't know if this means she's back in a friend role. I just think, I mean, I, Jeff Lewis was supposed to film a scene and then it didn't work out. And I just think Shannon needs someone to sit there and film this like minute of a scene, you know? It's always the way you frame it. And the bottom line is that Tamara, for probably money reasons, just doesn't want to go on tour with them. And maybe it's optics too. So just say, like, that's my problem. Just say, like, hey, Shannon, uh, can we talk? I am so fucking busy. I I have to be honest with you. I am literally on the verge of a nervous. And I understand this. Like, I'm on the verge of a nervous breakdown. I wake up and I am busy from the minute I get up to the minute I go to bed with work. I have to film. I mean, filming is no joke. I have two T's. It's just like, I just don't have the time. I'm sorry. Now that's where I am on Tamara's side of like, to me, business and personal are separate. So like, if I can't do something business-wise, I'm like, I just physically can't do this. Or it's just not right for me business-wise. I'm sorry. You're a group. I don't like all these lies, but everything she wrote, I agree with. And just Vicky's hurt. Vicky is just hurt. She feels like her friend abandoned her. And the OG, the OC, who is a very nice woman. She is a, at the core, she's a nice woman, Vicky Gommel said. She's just as hurt by her friend. She's hurt. Justice for Vicky. If you were doing this to me, I'd be very hurt. Oh, God. Oh, God. A lot. Well, you wanted to go into business with me. And I said, let's just do this. You have your show. I have much. I have saved you from the disaster that is David Yontef. You did save me. I appreciate that. Wait, I want to do rapid fire with you because I want to know all your thoughts on these. What do you make of Larsa Pippen and Michael Jordan's son? Supposedly broken up and then on Valentine's Day together, huge rock. What do you um what do you make of all this? Truly, I don't think it's for publicity. I think that they are truly in love. I think it has more to do with the fact that he is younger, he wants children. I don't really think it has to do with like the the families. I think that he wants kids and she doesn't. And I think they're truly in love. 
And I think that, you know, when you have different life goals, she has four kids with Scotty, you're not on the same page, you break up, but I think they're really in love. And after 48 hours alone, you're like, well, I can't solve the future. Just this doesn't feel good. I love you. And then they get back together on Valentine's Day and bitch got a huge fucking ring. Um, Oh, she got a huge ring. I think they're really in love. I actually think it's authentic. There you go. What else you want to rapid fire? Good one. Okay. Um, I want to know um our friend Bo Deedle, your friend Bo Deedle. I mean, the legendary uh and private investigator, darling, now being sued with Louis Ruelas. Um, and for Louis' ex, was it wife or girlfriend or fiance, I believe. Fiance. Vanessa Rice. They were like digging and deep in and they were in things that they should not have been in hacking. What do we believe here? I'm very lost. You're not gonna like the answer. Okay, what? Everybody, cute. I'm going to get all the hate. I love the hate. Um, I only discuss RHONJ on Patreon, period, the end. We said it. And I did a whole show on Patreon about this this past Saturday. I gave you all my thoughts. And uh, I'm a little upset that you did not listen to the Patreon episode, Sarah. <laughs> But um, I when the season of RHONJ starts, the reviews, the recaps, my thoughts on Teresa, all that I have. T- I will put RHONJ guests because I got six of them. I think I counted coming on the main show here. Um, past and present, I, oh, I counted. Yeah, but my thoughts wow. on RHONJ will only be on Patreon. And anyone that wants to join Patreon to listen can. And if not. It is a free world. And that is the beautiful thing about the world. So go to Patreon to hear my thoughts. I'm Bo Deedle and Louis Aurelius in this lawsuit. I have a lot of them. Oh, I have one more. Bethany Frankel apparently getting phone calls about James Kennedy. Reality Reckoning. And Bethany says she has been, she had been tipped off. And uh, the network is ignoring this. There was even discussion of it at the, um, VPR reunion. It was edited out. It is not in the best interest of the network to show or discuss James Kennedy's alleged abuse towards women. Thoughts? Do you think Bethany is going to save the day? Is Bethany on this case? Well, she certainly says she is. She also is alleging that she um, has, uh, there's more to the interview with Miss uh, Rachel Levis, that this came up and she like toned it down and edited it out. Um, I have a few issues here. Uh, I see what she's saying. Like she says, charming, handsome guy with a British accent on the show. Listen, I think two things. First of all, Bethany, as my good friend, uh, Portia Williams taught me, where are the fucking receipts, girl? I would like to see the receipts of where you got a call that you should look into this, that James allegedly is a little, you know, angry with his fists. I I would like to really, Bethany, show me the fucking receipts. All of a sudden, everyone's going to Bethany. Big accusations. Big accusations. Yeah. She says, oh, it's okay. Not Okay, she doesn't frame it like this, so I'm incorrect here, but she basically said, well... You know, um, you got to throw these things out there because some of the men have been proved innocent and they've gone on and been just fine. And others, it was true, which I think is such BS, because once you plant that seed, I think a lot of men, uh, you know, do I think a lot of men are guilty? A hundred percent. But do I think they all are? No. I mean, that's insane. Every woman should be heard. Not everyone should be believed. It goes for men and women. So, I mean, to throw these out is quite damning. I hope she really has proof because- once you float it, it's very hard for men, I think, to 
and women, anybody that's made an ac- a very strong accusation. And here's the thing. In the day of the reality reckoning in, in Raquel leaving and going yeah. to, you know, treatment and, and everything else that is going on, you know, the bachelor just went, you know, they go through hell with like, they just were asked about diversity and inclusion. They were on a panel. They all just sat there like, duh, we don't even know what to say. Uh, literally, they didn't say anything. It was silence for like eight minutes. They Wait, all who, looked at the execs or who? No, bachelor execs. They were asked, they were on a panel. There were three of them. And they were asked like, you know, about diversity and inclusion. And literally it's like, if you and me and say, I don't know, Rachel, you could tell we're on a panel. And I was sitting there like saying to myself, Sarah or Rachel could speak up because I'm not answering this. And you were saying David could speak. The oh, three I, of I, them I, I sat there. It was silent. They all punted. But I think Bravo in this day and age, in this day and age, if it was, if there were cameraman and people pouring the coffee and a janitor in the corner mopping the floor, and this was like an open set or a close, whatever it is, things get out. So I think if this were filmed at the Vanderpump reunion that just took place with Scandal, that James allegedly was doing all these things. You mean to tell me Bravo would just say, oh, we, we can't fire James because we have a hit show? I highly doubt that. We I have, don't think he brings that much. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're going to risk that in, in 2024? I really doubt that, Bethany. I really do. So I'm sorry. I doubt that this was talked about at the reunion and just let's protect our star of the show. James, first of all, ain't no star of no show. I think even if it was fucking Tadesia or Kyle and it was like Kyle beats Mauricio and Mauricio has black and blues all over him. I even think she would be in, in, I think, no, I think a network would take this very seriously if it were discussed at a reunion. It would not be edited out and swept under the carpet when Katie Maloney is sitting in the corner and Schwartz is like, duh. I mean, you know, and Lala's like, oh, that ain't right. I just think it would all be brought to light. So Bethany, I'm sorry. I doubt this. I can't, I mean, I gotta go. So, but I, I, I'm curious where you think reality reckoning is at. I think it's can you nowhere. Call your friend Mark, well, can you call your friend Mark Garagos? I mean, he loved you that you were in a trade call, call. Can you just slide into Mark's DMs? Hey, Mark. Any updates? Sure, but I really think we're over it. I mean, I think Bethany has just... We better not be. That was a huge thing. I wish Miss Frankel... Look, I mean, she's doing just fine. I mean, she has more money than all of us. But where is her... Her podcast is not like... it's. I just think Bethany just starts something and then... As it's very hard, as you know, to be several years in and still be a podcast that is producing. It's really hard. I just think Bethany's over it. I think she's like, where's her podcast? It's still there. I know it's still there, but she had that big moment with Raquel and the big moment with Nini. Yeah, girl, you could have a lot of big moments. You're Bethany. Frankly, you got to keep working every day, girl. They ain't going to come to you and knock on your door, honey. This isn't housewife. Show up and film and then go to bed. I mean- Where's her podcast there? I'm being really serious. Like her podcast is like, who's not trending as much. I don't know. I don't know. Am I, am am I being a troll or am I just asking some questions? Um, well, I love your hot takes always. So you're, I'm the wrong person to ask. Um, I don't know. You know, I mean, look, these big changes, right? SAG after wasn't built in a day. So maybe she's, maybe she's working on a lot more behind the scenes. I would, you know, I I've said this 
Bravo people aren't the only people. There's a lot of TLC people and VH1 people. And I mean, it's 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 so hard because these people now that are on reality TV make so much money on other projects. Like my girl, Tammy Slayton from Thousand Pound Sisters, who I love. She just signed a modeling contract. Ooh. Like legit. And, you know, they make a fortune on Cameo, Big Ed. I mean, it's it's like, yes. I do believe they should be given health care coverage for their time that they're on there. That seems insane to me. I don't know. And I just think that people are going to do anything. If if you right now get a phone call from ABC, NBC, we, David, we want you. Um, we're only going to pay you $5,000 an episode, but we want you. I mean, everyone would sign their life away. They would I would sign, sign yeah. their life away. They really would. And I'm not would- signing, you know, but I have to say, I wouldn't sign away this podcast like you're not getting a percentage of this podcast which i built i'll sign anything else away i'm your second child i'll give you a cut well what are you gonna do how are we gonna grow it together that's the yeah i'm ready nbc call so what happens if you're on a show for like nine months and it's like girlfriends in paris Mm -hmm. canceled and then the podcast blows off because you have on Taylor Swift and your pocket and, and the contract says, I think, you know, we get it like a year later year. I'm not signing it. I, I need an exclusion for what I built. I'm sorry. It's all about what you do with it. You, you can have about- anything else except behind the belt. Maybe you can have 5% for like two years. Call me NBC 50, 50 split. Uh, I am willing to give you a 50 cut. And, and that is in perpetuity. She's for sale. She's and for sale. Absolutely. You promote me. You put me on. You got me Taylor Swift. Uh, and, and then even when you cancel me, we are still going to be making money together. Okay. And you are aligned with me. And I can always use that NBC name. And you can use the Sarah Fraser name. But, you know, we're not going to be canceled. The Sarah Fraser talk show is going to go on to be a huge talk show. David Leontip will be on always. Yes. And he owns 50%. And darling, every year they're making $30 million, I'm making twenty. And is that a bad life? No. No. no I mean, I'll, I'll take rising that deal. Rising tides, rising tides lift all ships. I am for sale. Tubi. Tubi. Tubi, where are you at? I don't even know where to find you on the app. Tubi, just, I'm for sale, baby. I built it. And you are welcome to it. We'll I just deal together. I wanted a podcast purchase. I think I would sell this for like $5 million. Of course you would. I mean, you've built it. You've done a great job and you, you need to. But you have to keep, you got to keep me on. You got to keep me on with a salary of 250 a year. Let them hire you, replace you with someone and still pay you. That would be the, I would love for NBC to buy the Sarah Fraser show. Can me bring in a new Sarah Fraser and I'm forever getting a check every month. You think I care? Do you think the people on Seinfeld, they're getting so much money years later. You think any of them care? No. Chris, Chris Harrison. I mean, the man is canceled for $25 million, dear. You know, I mean. Stassi, Stassi is apparently outgrowing her current house and is buying another one. Apparently Stassi's house shopping. So I don't understand where those finances come from. I don't, I don't get it anymore. This canceling doesn't exist. It's a great platform. If you know what to do with it, you have to continue. You have to continue because everyone that's canceled, there's a huge population of people who hate cancel culture. It's it, they will rally for you. And if you have true talent, I I actually believe Stassi has true talent in showing her life and showing her kids and her husband 
Her husband's good on the podcast. The people she brings in, she obviously was great television. I mean, you you and I have real talent. We wouldn't be here years later on this podcast. And, and that's why, but I, I think people... Anyway, whatever. We're not doing a business podcast. No one gives a shit. All right. I got to let you go. They want to hear our Bravo takes. And here we are given. Well, the Bravo take is. Is anyone still there? (laughs) Is anyone still. We mentioned Stassi's (laughs) name. Someone's still listening. We said Stassi, 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 Stassi. She's wearing a Bravo shirt. I'm going to start saying Stassi, Stassi, Stassi. Yes. Let's do Stassi, Stassi, Stassi. (laughs) All right. I love you. Uh, We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.